What's up, loved ones? This is Mustafa, and this is my podcast, Happily Ever Muhammad. Hey, y'all. This is Ashley, and this is my podcast, Happily Ever Muhammad. This, this is, is Mustafa and Ashley, Ashley and, and this, this is, is our podcast, podcast Happily Ever, Ever Muhammad. Muhammad. Join us every week as we discuss some of the most important topics in our relationship and relationships in general, all on our road to Happily, Happily Ever, Ever Muhammad. Muhammad. I hope we make it. I really hope we make it. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky number 13 Hey, hey What's up, loved ones? How's everybody doing out there in the world? Hey, baby, we back (laughs) What's up, babe? Wait, question Hmm. In the intro, I never thought about this When you say, I hope we make it I really hope we make it What do you mean? Do you mean us? I mean, yeah I hope we make it to record the podcast I hope we make it to to the Happily Ever Muhammad Oh, got it, got it. Well, we will make it. So there's no need for you to hope we will make it. Um, But how was your week? Uh, My week was good. It was busy. Was it really busy? Yeah. Yeah. I had a busy week. Let's tell everybody about how your week was. Yeah, my week was so good. Um, So I had, this was my third um, pop-up shop. Um, that I did I did it with my friend This one with my friend Penelope The other two I did um, With my friend Boog um, But this one was with My friend P She has like really dope um, Sunglasses uh-huh. And uh, She has like accessories too Because she has like This cute Really cute little clutch And a couple of other things But um, So we did it at Harlem Haberdashery And it was so good The love was just overwhelming and amazing i was so happy that so many people came out and i literally uh just about sold out i had maybe i think four items left total Uh um from everything that i had there so it was just such a dope turnout such a dope experience i was so glad that um you know we were able to bring that you know to that space and just have like such a cool event and the vibe just everything was perfect everything was really really good what did you think about it oh yeah it was great it was great as soon as i like came in i seen them like oh yes it's mm-hmm. <laughs> it looked, it, it's just it was a beautiful day like the well everything was right the weather was right the location was right um, you know, you guys presented it real well. You guys did an excellent rollout for it um, through social media, and I was real. I was happy, and I was happy to see you was you was in your element, mm-hmm. your other element. Besides, <laughs> you know, this one besides <laughs> this, right? Yeah, and I and I brought the boys through too. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that you wanted them to see you doing your thing as yes. well. Yes, Rochelle is a chicken, so she wasn't there. She was um with uh, her grandmother but um i was glad that jetson and nova i'm I'm glad anytime my kids can um see me you know like uh, working and you know being the other side of mom um because that's very that's very important to me mm-hmm. um so i was very very glad that they got to be there and be able to witness that and even though they probably won't remember but it'll be good there'll be plenty more and that'll just be a thing that it, they'll know you know like oh we're gonna go to mom's event you know or whatever have you and that that is very important to me as their mother for them to see me working and you know doing something else besides being their mom yeah that's true so how did you feel um how did you feel the turnout would be 
versus what it was? Did it match your expectations? Um, I'd never go into a pop-up or a situation like that with any expectation. I always mm-hmm. feel like that's the best to have no expectation. Uh-huh. And then um, everything else is great. Right, because I wish I could do that with other aspects of my, <laughs> of my life. But Oh, now you get it. Uh, yeah, well, not always got it, but I just, you know, I wish that I could do that with other things. But for whatever reason, it's like very easy for me to just kind of like expect nothing mm-hmm. for this and then let whatever happened um happen as opposed to you know saying like oh i'm gonna sell out and i'm gonna so many people are gonna come and then three people show up and i'm devastated you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so um i'm glad that with this i'm able to just have no expectation and let you know the day just flow and um you know people came from out of state like that to me is just always such an overwhelming feeling um my very first pop-up that i did in Philly actually like a a bunch of my New York friends came and I just thought that that was like amazing because you know people don't have to take the time out of their schedule to do that you know for you and then to come shop at that like they're not just coming to say hey girl they like really came and like bought things so that's always very touching to me so thank you guys so much you know to all of you who came from Philly and you know just a bunch of other places just to you know support little old me and p that we appreciate it we appreciate that very much <laughs> mm-hmm. um other than that uh what else happened that was it yeah that was really pretty much like the highlight of it was just like the, the, the preparation for it i guess which yeah made it seemed like it was so crazy the preparation for it was yeah you know that's what made the week seem like it was going crazy there just to mm-hmm. prep for it I'm like damn it seemed like the week went by fast but also it seemed like everything every day was something else we was like okay what you gotta do today what's, your, mm-hmm. what's left on the you know what's left on the agenda mm-hmm. um, okay so that was that and also do you have some news for the people oh yes yeah. so I was um, actually uh, recently um, as recent as like a couple days ago given a very very cool title um for harlem haberdashery and um 5001 flavors actually i am the new style curator um for them so i am extremely excited about that and in this september um during fashion week at harlem haberdashery i will be presenting my first um cut and sew line so I will be presenting the Iconic Collection um, in September. So I am like extremely, extremely excited about that. So that was the other like really big thing that happened um, over the week. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I can't wait to see what you come up with. Yeah, I'm very excited to put the pieces together. So you got that coming up. And then we were supposed to talk about it last episode, but I totally forgot. I'll take the blame for that. Um the event that we supposed to be trying to do right so we um so actually at um home haberdashery as well we um want to curate a happily ever muhammad event and so um we're actually trying to put it together but i think it'd be kind of dope if you you guys gave input to um as to what type of event you'd like to see from us so we were actually thinking about maybe doing it i guess we should speak to our producer um ty about this about doing like a live um, podcast maybe that could be kind of cool. <laughs> he gonna bring the studio. To yeah, we're, yeah, well, he, he's, yeah. He's, he's listen. He'll do yeah. it. Um, um, we want to do like a live um, 
a live podcast taping uh and also just an just an you know event where we get to you know meet our listeners and um you know answer any questions talk about you know the, the things that we like to talk about you know Word, that's a fact have y'all come and, and join the conversation mm-hmm. like in real time i know we get your emails we get your dms and everything word, word. But for y'all to really come out and we could like just talk Mm-hmm. you know have a few definitely doable yeah definitely doable yeah um yeah i do that stuff with sway too so we go live and we go broadcast so it's like that's, okay. that's my whole yeah we good oh Perfect. yeah see no, so it's in the works it's in the works it's you know the, right it's just a thank you to all y'all for for listening, for listening absolutely um like i was saying before it was crazy we was like we didn't expect a, a, four listeners right you know? right right and, and to see the amount of love that we get every week is just incredible for us so we wanted to give something back to y'all of course mm-hmm. um and we're gonna do we're gonna set that up soon Ty yes said it's, a, it's a goal so that means we ready we're, yeah, we're, so, we just gonna so it'll it, probably you know? be I, I feel like sometime in june i'll look at the the harm haberdashery calendar first i gotta go to cancun okay oh. well not then we we knew about his cancun trip but yeah. um possibly sometime maybe late or mid to late june mm-hmm. um but i'll again i'll look at the calendar and we also want to apologize to you guys for not informing you on the day switch so what happens um, was Sundays used to be a really good day for us to record because it was a day that we went to therapy and it just made the most sense um, for us to come and record, you know, the podcast right after that. But given our circumstances and, you know, both being full-time parents and, you know, everything of that nature, we kind of had to switch our schedule around some. And so now we're going to be um, recording on Monday instead. And so that's why we will be now putting the podcast out on Monday. So it will now, we can now name Mondays Muhammad Mondays. Yeah, we're taking where, over Muhammad. We're taking over the Mondays. It's no longer Man Crush. It's happily Muhammad ab- Monday. <laughs> word. Um, so that you guys can, you know, listen to us and fit us into your uh, weekly Monday routines. So again, we're really sorry that we didn't update you guys sooner. Life just kind of happened and we had to. You know, rearrange some things in our schedule because we, Musafa and I actually work very, very good off a of schedule. Our life is like in disarray if we don't keep like a detailed calendar and schedule and yeah, all I that stuff. My mind. Yeah, word, it doesn't. It's not pretty. What we what we competing with on Mondays? What's going on on Mondays? Well, on Monday, but that's why it's perfect because they can listen Monday morning because in the evening is Ratchet TV. So that's when the love and hip hop and the Tia mm-hmm. and Tiny and all that jazz comes on on Monday nights. Oh, okay. Oh, well, it's a podcast, so you know it'll be up on Monday night. So right, you can listen to it at your. No, it'll be up. It'll be up from from here on out. It'll be Monday morning. Yeah. So they can listen to it whenever they feel on Monday. They can listen at their desk at work or mm-hmm. on their way to work or their way home from work. What's your so what's going on in reality? You haven't given me any reality TV in a while. I'm grateful though. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He is not too <laughs> no, fond you, of you, the. You, um, you you get you you got me um, a couple of things. You told me a couple of things. Um, the um, reality world, but what's really like irking the shit out of me right now is Real Housewives of Atlanta. I just I am so over Portia and Phaedra. I think they're like absolutely ridiculous, and I just want them to get their lives together they are too much for me peter actually to bring like a man into it he actually got up and walked off the reunion show because Portia is so full of shit 
Bro. Yeah, like he just got. She was like making up some bogus story or whatever. He just got up and left. Like I'm not sitting here listening to this BS. But he probably won't be really be on anymore either. Ooh, excuse me. Now that Cynthia and him are divorced. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What else? No, I mean. <laughs> nothing else going on in reality no, no nothing really I'm not well you know the whole Tia and Tiny thing yeah they're um, they're splitting mm-hmm. and uh, so this is their like farewell season I guess mm-hmm. and it's kind of sad to see you know because everybody felt so like invested but the last episode was kind of pretty um, heavy because now that they're because alright one of the things like throughout the um, the the whole uh, what do you call it like the whole show I guess yeah T.I. was like very big on him working and Tiny like staying home with yeah. the kids uh-huh. and now that they're no longer going to be together mm-hmm. and he can't really control you know what she's going to do she's like well so you know her group Escape is getting back together so she's like oh okay well I can travel and be on the road but they just had a small baby. Yeah. And so she wants to take, she's like, you know, well, the baby will come with me. And he's like, yeah, dub. Like uh. the baby, you know, the road is no place for a baby. Like the baby needs to be somewhere stable. And, uh-huh. you know, so he's he said, you know, he's fine with her going off doing her own thing. But it's like the baby just needs to be here. Like, I guess maybe for like with his family, you know, and a nan- they can get a nanny or whatever. But he just doesn't think that the baby should be on the road with her. What do you think about that? I see it both ways. I completely understand why she would want her baby with her um, because she is a little baby. She just turned one. Um, But I do completely understand why he feels like the baby shouldn't be all over a different city every day it's like it's too much because what he's saying is true children do run and i because i was you know i'm a stay-at-home mom and when justin and Nova were home i completely understood why children need a schedule they need to know that this is at this time that is at that time you know the next is at that time that's very important for their growth and you know all those things so i could completely understand why he feels like that so i'm like kind of torn but i feel like i'm gonna side with him on this one because she couldn't go she can still do what she needs to do her baby can still be taken care of and then between shows you know just make sure that you're because all of them are moms really so what they should do is if they can spread their show out and not to be like that but they're not like the hottest of commodities right now Uh where they have to have a different show in a different city every night Mm. if they do three shows in a week then on the off days be home yeah. And be with the babies, you know, and be with the kids. And then on those nights, you know, on those days that you can't be, then you aren't. But at least you know that, you know, the child is in a stable place and she's taken care of. And, you know, you are. But I get her thing is probably like she'll miss certain milestones and things like that. But when you when you decided that that is what you wanted to do, then you kind of I don't want to say sacrifice missing certain things. But I mean, it's just like you a working. Greater, yeah, it's just like a working parent. Like there were things that Jetson and Nova would do when you were at work that you missed. But you don't. I mean, maybe you might have felt bad, but it wasn't like well, because I miss it. Now I'm going to take on to work with me every day. Like it doesn't work like that. Yeah. So what do I mean? I, that's my opinion. But what do you think? 
I agree with you. I really don't. But because I don't know how stressful that life is or how easy that life is because I I don't live it. I can't see. Because she, I guess she was saying like he could just, or the, it's the girl, right? The baby, baby, yeah. The baby, she can just come with me. She could be with her mother. She needs, she does need to be with her mother. Um, I think that's a fact. It's very important for a child to have a connection with their mom, you know. Um, so I can see her. I can understand where she was coming from. I guess it was like, uh, right idea mm-hmm. but just when you put it into practice it might be actually detrimental to the baby right like the wrong circumstance yeah so it's like she's out there and I think what you were saying Tia I was saying was was um she needs structure and that's that's also the case too so I think she do gotta take that L yeah I think, I think she gotta take that L yeah. it's stressful it's stressful it is being a parent you know and being in a relationship being married is not a game I think I seen he put something on on his Instagram he was like listen if I ain't asked you for advice when I was getting married like mm-hmm. why are you trying to give me advice now I think a lot of times people, even though people from the outside try to be helpful sometimes it could be a hindrance you know especially if it's if it's a bad one like if if the break is not what's the word they like to say amicable <laughs> oh there you go that's a $10 word right there. <laughs> yeah if the break is not amicable people in your ear people in her ear it could get you know it can get ugly. Sometimes you have to listen to your inside voice mm-hmm. and figure out what's going on. But I think, but I don't know what Ti's um, what his alternative was. So was his alternative was she gonna stay with him? Like what? Was Not him because he said he said yeah, if he, she's working, yeah. if you working and I'm working, then who's gonna be with the baby? Word. But I mean, but they do have like because she's always had help in their house with the kids when even the, when he was gone with the grandma because yeah her his mom would be there all the time her mom was very helpful with their children and also ti's sister lived with them i believe mm-hmm. and so i guess he figured between the three of them she'll be fine at home uh-huh. like she doesn't have to go with and i agree that's why i think having a support system especially Especially when you do want to do more things than just be a mom. And that's not downplaying being a mom. But when you do want to do more things than just that, it is imperative that you have help. Because, uh, I mean, I can attest to that even right now and on a very, on a much smaller scale, and you know, in our life. Mm-hmm. It's just imperative to have help when, you know, there are things that you want to do. Uh, you know, there's there's a life that you see that you want for your children, but to get that, you have to actually work. You know, we all, all weren't born into just having this lavish life, so the work actually has to be put in to make the money to live a certain life for your children. And so, when if you want to do that, sometimes it takes you being away from your kids, and that doesn't mean that you don't love them. That doesn't mean that you're any less of a parent to them, but that just means you have other priorities other than simply being a mom. Yeah, we was talking about that earlier. It was on my, on a, my lunch break. Yeah, um, you was talking to me about it. I agree. It's very hard. It's something that you know I'm always attached to the kids. Like that's one of my biggest things. I love our children, and I, I just want to be. I want to be around. I want them to see me. You know, I, more so than anything, them to see me there. And you know, I, if if it's anything, I would sacrifice going out. If, if it meant that, you know, if we don't got a babysitter, fine, I'll stay. And, you know, it's not fair to, you know, what you was expressing. It's not fair to us, you know, growing as husband and wife. And as you business, know. you know, yeah. in our businesses. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was listening to you earlier. Do you want to, like, talk a little bit more about what you were saying? Just to... Um, sure, I can. So, um, 
when you are with somebody who mm-hmm. like Mustafa who is literally dead you know 24 hours a day seven days a week sometimes it can be difficult because like I am of the mind frame that you know you you need help with your children you don't you because okay he feels like this the minute you decide to have a child uh, the child is your responsibility which is yes that is the case however he feels like you don't need help once you decide to have that child, that child is all on you, and that's that. So there are no breaks, there are no days off, there are no, you know, times where you just get to, you know, have your time to relax and, you know, or do like your leisure things. Like you have to either do what you need to do to, in place to have somebody there for that. But if you can't get that, then you shouldn't be upset because you chose to have the child. I am of a little bit of a different mind frame. While, yes, I completely agree the child is solely the parent's responsibility and there is no other sp- person out there that is responsible for your child, I do feel like if you have parents or if you have guardians or if you have uh, you know people in the place that can help you with your children, that they should, especially Especially if you're trying to do more than simply just be a parent to your child. There's not one successful person that that I know who has children who doesn't need an army or a slew of help to help them with their children so that they are able to make, you know, their goals and, you know, the things that they want possible for their life to happen uh when they have children now ideally what because of the way that I want my life to go what I should have done even though we all know hindsight is 2020 what I should have done was started working at my career very young made this do the steps the the dedicated steps that I need to take to actually be well in my career before I had children so that once I had children you know what I could do I could pay a nanny to help me with my children and I could still be able to work and have the life that I want to live. But because that is not the case for and for a ton of people that is not the case, you need help. That's just simply it. You need help. If you have a mom that could watch a children, this is why all I say all the time that I wish that my kids had my grandmother the way that I did. I wish that my kids had my my stepmom and my dad the way that I did because they were so hands-on with me and they all, all they like it was a village, really. You know, like my grandmother had me during the school year. I would go straight to my dad and to my stepmom for the summer so that my grandmother could do what she needed to do, whether it be, you know, get her bearings together, you know, get everything she needed to do in order to run her restaurant, you know, smoothly and maybe, you know, a little bit better since she doesn't have a kid to also take care of and get up and get to school and pick up from school and, you know, all those things as well. But help is so necessary. You, on the other hand, what you don't always agree with that? I no, I don't. I never said that help is not necessary. I said if the help is not there, then I have to do what I have to do. That's all. That's the that was the particulars of what I was talking about. If, for instance, we got we have somewhere to go, um, and we don't have a babysitter secured, then I can't be all upset. I gotta then it's still my responsibility to have them, right? So then there I'll just. Whatever plans we had, I have to go on hold because somebody has to watch them. 
Mm-hmm. And it, if it has to be me, then it has to be me. And I'm fine with that. I like being around them. So, you know, it's no problem. It's just that, you know, the, like you said, with the business and things like that, those things might take a hit. Um, but that's because we didn't do what we needed to do to secure the to make sure that everything was right for us to do that. But that's not always true. That's not always true. So I wouldn't say that I don't like the help. I just say that, you know, I'm not, if the help don't come, I I have to have it. I have to do it myself. I mean, yeah. It's just, it just sucks when there's like things, so many things in your life that you want to accomplish and goals and, you know, things that you want to do and you don't have that help available to you. It's like sucky because... Uh, how can I say you just know that the goal is like so much greater and there's so much more that you can do you know with yourself and with your and with your life and when you don't have it it just becomes like it just makes you uh how can I say it just makes it harder for you to get there. That's all. It like it makes it harder for you to reach your goal or get to where you where it is that you want to be. Just gotta be more creative. With plans, be more creative with the plans. You know, okay, if this don't work out, we have this. Sometimes I feel like, you know, I could, like I always say, we have to figure out what we gotta do. We can only control ourselves. I can only control me. You can only control you. Uh-huh. We can't control the people that we that are not us. Right. You know. So. Uh-huh. Is all when something is going wrong, you always have to figure out what you could have did um, better. I just, I don't really like help because I don't know what it comes with, and then I don't have want to feel obligated to people, or you know, I don't know what their motives are. If a person is generally like uh, my um, my cousin Jackie, she's like a real genuine person. I I know that when she's offering help, that that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Other people, you know, I'm not too sure. So it's like, okay, this person does this for me. What do I have to do mm-hmm. back? Or what do they feel? What do they think I have to do back? Because right. I really don't have to do anything. But it's just what do they feel like I'm obligated to do for them now because they did this. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't give people power over me and my and my actions and what I need to do. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's really what it is when it comes to help, period. Um but you're right. If if people are more forthcoming and people are saying, "Hey, what's going on?" and "Hey, why don't you guys go to this place?" you know, if they're if they offering it, then of course, you know, it's hard. Especially when you start thinking like, "Damn, why I gotta ask these people to come see their grandchildren, mm-hmm. <laughs> or why I gotta ask these people to come see their nieces and nephews?" Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like if I don't ask, will will it never come? Mm-hmm. You know, then you start, then I start thinking like my thinking goes other way, you know, mm-hmm. goes elsewhere because of that. So that's to avoid those type of thoughts. I just say I'll do it myself. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I mean, I I understand. I understand, I understand exactly what you're saying. It just, I just think it's a sucky situation in general because, you know, the goal is not to stay where we are. The goal is always to grow. And, you know, everything needs assistance to get there. Yeah. I have to help myself. You know, you well, you don't have to help me, but I need your help, you know, to grow. I need, like, you just need certain things to help grow. And I think that when, when you have children, a village is most definitely needed. Especially when you got 100 like we do. 
<laughs> yeah, well, we. Well, you got a hundred kids. You need a. You need a country. You word. Don't need a <laughs> word. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but thank you to, to the people that do help us out. Thank you. Yes, we thank you. Like we don't have no help at all. I mean, damn. Yes, thank you guys for the help that you give. But know that it's hard as fuck for us to even ask you for it. Please know that because we don't we don't come from a place where we ask for help, and we never really come from a place where we. I guess want to need people. I guess maybe. More. Yeah. So, so thank you. You know, to the to you know the very few of you that do lend a helping hand when it comes to the things that we need. We are extremely appreciative of that. She don't even sound convincing, do she? She like ah, uh, well, well, thank you, but listen, do more. The title of this episode is We Need Help, Damn It. No, it is not. <laughs> Sorry if I sound like a little humdrum. My allergies are killing me right now. I'm, I, if, you, if only y'all could see how bad I've been rubbing my eyes this whole entire episode. My goodness. But I mean, it's, it's nice outside. This is the weather that you wanted. I love this weather. I just hate allergies. You, you knew you knew it come with this weather. Oh. Mosquitoes. What? <laughs> allergies. Ever. This is bad. Puffy eyes. Word. So drowsiness it, from the medicine. I didn't take it. Oh, so what the hell are you all come on now? But excuse me, I didn't take the medicine only because. Uh, but I'm I am definitely going to take it when we get in the house though because I don't want to be if I take it early during the day then it it makes me drowsy during the day. So I need to take it at nighttime so that the drowsiness wears off while I'm asleep. All right. Um, what about I just was thinking about something so uh-huh. what do you think what are the roles like we know we talk about help and getting help and things like that so uh-huh. what do you think about like in-laws and like who is obligated who do you do you feel like people are obligated to help is, okay so people? nobody is obligated to help you uh-huh. nobody okay. that's what the one thing nobody is obligated or has to mm-hmm. help you I do however think it is nice mm-hmm. Or it is needed for grandparents. So like mother-in-law, father, you know, Um. father-in-law to um, help you with your children. Because those are grandchildren. So not really so that you're helping me, but so that you have a relationship with your grandchild. Yeah. Because that's more so like I don't think... I mean, obviously, I'm sure that my grandmother felt like she was helping my dad by raising me, but I think she more so just wanted a relationship with me. I don't think it really had anything to do with helping him, if that makes sense. She wanted to have me and spend time with me and, you know, raise me the way that she wanted me to be raised, I think, more so as opposed to feel like she was helping him do anything. Yeah, I mean, that's true. All right, so, all right, I got a a scenario for you. Okay. Okay. So let's say, uh, yeah, because you just said something like you said your grandmother wanted to raise you, like how she felt and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So what if that is against what your dad or your mom wanted for you? Well, tough titty on them <laughs> because they didn't raise me. So no, but I, all right. So for me, so I don't want my kids eating pork. Uh huh. You know, um, but if I'm not there. You know, if they go to their grandparents' house uh-huh. and they eat pork, it's uh-huh. like, well, you at our house, so you're going to eat pork because we eat pork in this house, even if your dad don't eat pork. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So what do you um, think about that? Um, 
my dad actually didn't eat pork and he didn't want me to eat pork but my grandmother very much felt like well i eat pork if she wants to eat it she can eat it now if you want to tell her like if my dad would have told me you're not allowed to eat it but he never did he just said i don't eat it so i really wouldn't like her to eat it but if she eats it what what can you do yeah i mean that's that's an issue another issue that i would have too because it's like dog then it's like you disrespecting me uh, but <laughs> to my kid because if i whatever what i say what i what i say is what goes what me and his mother say is what goes uh-huh. and if and if the the let's say what my parent is like well in this house i'm this is my house you can't call any shots in my house i'm like well thank you for that but we so they just won't be in your house well and let me tell you why <laughs> that scenario would be wrong because you are a full-time father to your child. Mm-hmm. If they're going to your mom's house, so to say, mm-hmm. that would only be, what, a day, a weekend? Yeah. That's not indefinite. Okay. With me, that was an indefinite thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she was raising me, period. Yeah, yeah. She was ra- So, all he was doing was giving his input from afar in mm-hmm. a scenario like this. Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong. He was a dad, but do you understand what I'm saying? Like, she was my guardian, Okay. So she was the one that was raising me. So it wasn't like, you know, I was at her house and I was with my dad 24-7 and I was just at her house for one day. Mm -hmm. And my dad was like, you know, when she's there, please just don't give her any pork. Mm -hmm. He wasn't really on it like that. He didn't eat pork. So when I was in his house, I couldn't eat it. Yeah. But when I'm with her, it's like, well, she's raising you. So you kind of got to be by her thing. You know, like her set of rules or whatever have you. Yeah, uh, not for me. I I don't. I ain't with it. <laughs> so even if you never, not never, but say you saw your your children two months out of a year. If I if then, like you said, they raising you. Uh-huh. So you're not really. You can't really have a leg to stand on. I guess is what you're saying. Right. So then, how can you say eh? Because I if that's the feel, case, I still would feel like. Uh, you know, if you're supposed to be doing me a favor, then do it for me. But that's you know the thing. She that's exactly. But the guy goes back to what I started off with. I don't think she was doing him a favor. Mm-hmm. She was doing it because she wanted to do it. Yeah. If at any given point she didn't, I don't think it was a time where she was like, "All right, well, favor's over. Here you go." Like because it wasn't a favor. She yeah. was do- raising me because that's what mm-hmm. she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was a thing that I don't know. I'd have to ask him, but I don't really, I really don't think it was a thing of him saying, you know, hey, you know, this lady and me had a baby, but I don't really think that she's fit to be a mom. So, you know, I need you to go get Ashley and raise her for me because he was capable of doing that. Yeah. It wasn't like he wasn't incarcerated. He wasn't, he was, you know, willing. My grandmother wanted to do that because she wanted me. So I don't think it was a thing of doing like of a favor kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but in the scenario, like for me, so I'm so basically, if it was me and I was dropping them off and I was, yeah, saying, you'd be absolutely right to be upset if somebody said, "I'm gonna give your children pork," because they're you they're only there for a day. You mean to tell me you can't not give them swine for 24 hours? Mm. You can't not give them pork. You can't give them some type of pork substitute. While they're here, yeah, and then also besides that, it's also like the, whatever the, their discipline is, like their the way that they discipline children might um, not be what I'm like what I'm agreeable with. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? So it's like I don't want you to hit them. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, 
I don't, you know, talk and I'm, I'm trying my best to because it'd be times when I'm aggravated and I'm frustrated and I still have to try to figure out a better way. Like, listen, you can't do that. Or do you want to go on time out? Uh-huh. So, you know, I'm putting forth that extra effort. And if I feel like the person I have to drop them off to is not giving that effort then I would like oh I'd rather keep them uh-huh. again because it's like it's very important it's not something that you could just play around with kids you know kids mm-hmm. aren't just something you could just play around like oh kids like you have to you have to be very on you're on top of things when it comes to them because especially when they're young because they absorb everything right so that's why I'm saying you know I have I'm very particular and I just I unless we have a conversation and you could assure me like look you know I got them and I'll try and I'd be like listen he might get a little bit aggravated just you know he responds well to time out you know mm-hmm. or he respond or you know they respond well to you know counting down mm-hmm. so you don't have to be you know so hands you know so handsy handsy with them mm-hmm. and shit like that you know it, it, and basically, you know, if they're good kids, I was a, I was an asshole <laughs> growing up. So, you know, I got my ass whipped a whole lot of times. I probably could have got it maybe 50% less if I would have listened the first, you know, three, four times. But mm-hmm. I didn't. <laughs> so, but that's just it. That's why, that's another thing when it comes to helping, asking people. Because, like, okay, I will know, I know that they, you know, I don't know what's going on. And well, bad help is definitely worse than no help yeah i'll definitely will tell you that Mm. bad hope is better than no help so you know um just in case if anybody's listening and they want (laughs) to help us out yeah if somebody want to help us out uh look man don't don't give them no pork please (laughs) (laughs) that's funny i don't think that they will i think they they know joking yeah yeah yeah. i think that they know Uh because i want to be like well when i'm at Uncle House, mm-hmm. all we eat is pig feet. <laughs> right? I'm like, damn, now nah, I got to. But I mean, then, though. <clears throat> but then, so what I have to do is get creative. I have to be like, okay, well, that is his house. So he eat pork in there. So what I got to do is I got to pack you lunch. I got to bring the lunch. I got to prepare it just so I'm like, look, you got, you could keep your ham hocks in the refrigerator, brother. Look, this is what they got. This is mm-hmm. what they eating. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes people so used to what's going on, like in the now, and they might say, "Well, when you was a young, when you was young, it's like, but dog, I'm now I'm older. You mm-hmm. know, this is this is what I believe in, and this is what like healthy eating, clean eating, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I may not want you to take them to McDonald's mm-hmm. for the ten piece. You know, when you're mm-hmm. like, dog, I be I, I live off a of ten piece. What you talking about? So, right. So in order to like circumvent that. I gotta be creative, like I just was saying earlier, and pack the lunch. So that's that's another option that I guess I could do to. Yeah, I guess know, if that was if that was a problem, you know. And I'm, but I'm also thinking, is when you're no longer with the other parent yeah. that you like have the child with, you kind of like at a deficit. Whereas, when it comes to that, anyway, yeah. because they could be eating pork every other day when they're not with you yeah. and you probably would not know because that's not something that they're going to say oh but this is pork to kids everything is chicken any old way yeah everything so so they, he could be very well eating pork and you don't know it anyway it's and you gladly send huh that's aggravating to me what what you saying that's aggravating and they and you they eating pork every day they don't tell, they don't say nothing but you gladly hand them off 
to that person because that's the other guardian. That's who they have to go with. So mm-hmm. you give them to that person with a smile, but then the other person that I guess doesn't make that doesn't make any qualms about what they eat. That's the problem. So I don't know. Eh. It's kind of weird. Yeah, that's that is aggravating. That's like something that's like a true fact in my life. I I be aggravated because I don't know, but uh-huh. you know, I just have to uh, worry about you know what's going on when when they're with me and what I can't control. I can't mm-hmm. control the other side. Yeah, that's true. Very very true. But I do get aggravated. <laughs> By that? <laughs> I, yeah, I do get. I, I would get aggravated. Um. You know, but again, when you like fifty-fifty venture, uh-huh. <laughs> with them, you you know you have to you have to those you have to think about those things, especially if you, um, you know, if you feeling like separation is, and you know, if you at a place where separation is a reality, that's what you. Those are the things that you have to to well, work on. Well, even if even if you are not separating, even if you in a in a marriage with a person and they don't believe what you believe like me and you you could believe that uh you could believe that uh hidden is a form of punishment or consequence and i may feel like no or it could be the opposite oh hitting yeah, i thought hidden. you said hidden uh-huh hitting is like is a form of punishment i could feel like that way and you couldn't and that's something that we have to we have to talk about and come to terms with and make an agreement with you know, but doesn't necessarily have to say I say no hidden, so that's what it is. Or you say no, they gonna need to get their ass whipped, and I gotta be like, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's all about having those conversations. Well, one thing that I was gonna say um, was that's why it is extremely important to align yourself with, especially when you are going to have children with someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, that on certain things, your values have to be the same. In my opinion, period. Okay. Because if I'll use the same scenario that you said, if we both came into this relationship and I was adamant that hitting was the answer Mm -hmm. and you were adamant that hitting was not the answer. And let's say I adapt to you feeling like hitting is not the answer. So I say, okay, I won't hit. And then me and you are not together. Mm -hmm. And the first time they do something, guess what I'm going to go. That's guess what I'm going to do. I'm going to hit because to me, that is what's okay. I just don't have you over my back to yell at me about it. Or And this is not a real scenario, but I just don't have you over my back or you to uh, give me backlash about it anymore. Now I'm free to raise them when they're in my care however I want to. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's because you, you are no longer there. If... Me and you are together, and I go to church every Sunday, but you're Muslim. Mm-hmm. So then we're together, and you say, okay, well, you can still go to church or you please, but just don't take my kids, uh-huh. right? Cool. I don't take your kids. Guess what? When we're no longer together, and it's a Sunday you don't can't watch them or whatever, guess what's going to happen? They're going to go to church. That's just what happens with people. Anytime somebody bends for something for a person when they're in a, in a relationship with them, when they're no longer in that relationship, I I feel like, especially if it wasn't something that they like adapted to and like 
stuck with and like really like saw your side or your point or whatever have you yeah that's what I was about to say when you get out of that you're probably gonna go back and revert to back to doing the old thing because if I could speak about use myself I didn't think hitting was the worst thing in the world mm. I used to I got tore up a few times mm. I would get popped if I did something wrong I got popped in my mouth if I said something like out of line mm. or whatever I didn't and I think that I'm you know you may differ but I think that I am pretty a pretty respectful you know human being mm. my grandmother was very adamant about you know just certain things i still to a certain extent agree with a lot of those morals and things that she instilled in me when it came to respect and mm -hmm. you know a child being seen and not heard and all those kind of things so when i got into a relationship with you um you didn't believe in hidden i didn't think that it was anything too bad about it however that didn't really matter it didn't really come up in conversation until we had children mm -hmm. and then we have these children and you still feel like you know hitting is not good you gave me all the, excuse me all these reasons and all these tools to see why it is not the best thing and what it teaches and what it promotes and all of that stuff and then i started to actually agree with your thinking mm. and so that is why i could be home with jetson and nova even though they are too young to be popped anyway but i could be home with jetson and nova you know and they do something that like extremely stresses me out or they hit me mm. or something like that and i can you know grab them mm -hmm. and place them somewhere mm -hmm. you know whether it be in the crib or timeout or mm -hmm. whatever and not lose my cool on them mm -hmm. because i know that the adverse effect of what you're saying can be very detrimental mm -hmm. do you understand what i'm saying and now i definitely don't think that if i was to pop them it would be to the extent of like what you're ex what you're against completely uh -huh. but it definitely wouldn't be you know even something like what my grandma, what I was used to, yeah. simply because you're not okay with that. And I know that they're your children as well. And this poor, same the thing with the pork. When me and you first started dating, I stopped eating pork, mm. period. Uh -huh. And um, I would never give it to my children. So if you and I weren't together anymore, yeah, I may eat a piece of bacon every mm. now and again, you know. However, I'm not going to give that to my children because they won't have, they won't have ever known what it was uh -huh. because they never ate it before. So there's no need for them to eat it now. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that a lot of times with people, when they really want to do something anyway, and the only reason why they don't do it is because of another person. Soon as they don't have that other person there, they'll go right back to doing it again. Yeah. If it's not something that they like they adapted to, or if they saw, you know or really felt why. or believed in right uh, I remember I was having a conversation with somebody on Facebook I can't remember who it was um, when they was talking about um, like hitting and like that's what's wrong with the world now people don't get their ass whipped so that's why <laughs> there's a lot of people that feel yeah, like it's that it's like people not getting their ass whipped so that's why I'm like dog you think all them people all them all these African American men that's in jail they ain't get their ass with. Uh -huh. <laughs> like if, if if you could if you could prove to me that every every man every black man that's not in jail, um, that's in jail, never got their ass whipped, and that's why they in jail. Then you might be on to something, right? But it's it's people in jail that got their ass whipped too. Uh -huh. It's kids. It's kids that um that um that grew up got their ass whipped a whole bunch and they still didn't and they still turned out the wrong way right you know what i'm saying so it's not like whooping ass is really a release for you 
Right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, talking to your kids, you know, talking to your kids, I think, because sometimes if you, now if you whip them and you ain't tell them why you whip them, they're like, oh, well, I just had, I just got a mad, or I just got a mad, that's what all that is. You ain't giving the lesson behind it. Like, listen, man, this is, you can't do this, right? Uh-huh. But then it goes to say, well, if you only got through because you talked to the kid, then what was the purpose of the hitting in the beginning anyway? Right. So we, I was talking, they was like, yeah, you know, people ain't getting their ass whipped, that's why they in jail, and I just quickly jumped on that, like, that doesn't make sense, because there's niggas in jail that didn't got their ass whipped till Sunday, and they right. still ended up doing it. Right. I know, I got my ass whipped till Sunday, and I, st- <laughs> I still was doing the wrong thing, you know, it, it, it didn't really um, have that type of effect on me, but then some people, they might get their ass whipped, and, and they see the light of day. Mm-hmm. Um, but then so if it goes with that so if you're saying just what you were saying earlier so now I'm a kid right um, I got an adult a parent they whoop my ass whenever I do something wrong now I'm an adult myself and they can't whoop my ass so it's like I'm gonna go do the things that I couldn't do when uh-huh. I wasn't allowed right. to when I was under that person's supervision right so we don't think it works like that too right yeah I get I, like, I get. Oh, oh I can't do this oh I can't watch TV till 2 in the morning Okay, <laughs> I can't go out or I can't curse. Okay, then as soon as I'm not with you, I'm cursing. I'm out. You uh-huh. can't. Oh, I got. You can't tell me what to do. I'm an adult. Right. Even though sometimes I think most adults are just grown up kids. Yes. You know, like I uh, mean, yes, still, fact. you know, they're not really mature. <clears throat> an adult in age, but as far as like maturity levels, it's very low. Um, they still doing the shit that a kid would do or right. that they didn't get or that they didn't get to do when they when were when they kids. was a kid right uh-huh. I mean that's why I'd be so I'd be on it with them you uh-huh. know with, with our kids uh-huh. um, but I do like you know I, I felt like I was very agreeable with you on my lunch break today mm-hmm. I was listening to what you had to say and I do understand um, it goes back to what uh, Shonda Rhimes was saying I do a lot of research, people. So don't be, don't mind me if I'm. <laughs> <laughs> when she gave the, uh, when she gave the commencement speech for, I think it was Dartmouth, mm-hmm. and she was saying, you know, I sacrifice a lot of times being with my kids, but they, I make it up because they know that mommy runs Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. And I, when I read that, I was like, wow, that's powerful to me because you know I don't, I don't think it's it's too much of anything that is big enough to sacrifice time with your kids. But I understand what she meant was that I'm doing the indirect things to make sure that my children have a life that they wouldn't have if I was on top of them all the time. If I was with them every day, you know, they wouldn't have the life that they're able to live now, you know, that their mom runs Thursday nights. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of like made me ease up and say, okay, let me get into this music let me get into um this business let me get into you know things that are for me that Mm -hmm. i feel like you know help me flourish and that are are good for me so you know i I do see that and it's a work in progress because my natural instinct is to be what i am to my kids Mm -hmm. yeah i um i completely wholeheartedly a thousand percent um, agree with her and sometimes it is you know difficult to be in a relationship with somebody that's like that only because that person is your best friend and a lot of the things that you want to do you want to like experience with him yeah so 
but it kind of forces me to feel like I'm they're gonna be things that I just have to like and trips I have to take and place I have to go on my own because you haven't reached that space yet Mm -hmm. and I don't I don't ever want to like resent you or feel bad, you know, mm-hmm. for doing these things. But like, I'm completely all for that indirect, and, and yeah. that's not to say that I'm not on, yeah, you know, hands on because you are very hands on. You know, if I felt like you was like a just, oh, I don't never want to be around them, then we would have a different conversation, right? But, right. Know, I know exactly what you mean, which is why I understand when it comes to you, like because of the respect level I have for you because of the work that you've put in like not no talking like the actual work that you've put in I can say I understand what she means and I know she she means it she doesn't just want to not be around the kids but this Mm -hmm. is what she wants to do and I can see that like I see the vision and I think also once they get older you know once they are older I feel I'll feel much more because I've laid the groundwork for them mm-hmm. from zero to whatever, whatever right, age right. I can be like okay I've taught them enough now so that I can feel comfortable with you know giving them you know having being away the help from them and, because, uh-huh. I, because that's the, whole, the pur- real purpose of being a parent is to make sure that you raise a, a productive adult uh-huh. you know what I'm saying that's the purpose of being a parent absolutely and, and, and one of my one of my theories you know you guys y'all could email us text us you know uh dm us and let us know what you think but i think that's what is raising a a a proper citizen Mm -hmm. you know a person that a respectable young man or woman that is going to add something to the community that's going to add something you know to the world and not take away from it right so you know if i'm giving them the knowledge at some point i have to know that they gotta be away from me at some time i can't cuddle them till 18 and be like okay now kick them out be like all right now use everything i learned you know i gotta give it to them and then see how they react to it and move on from there mm-hmm. take those steps and step you know take it step by step right instead of um you know not being so on top of them but then not being so far yeah far removed away. from them yeah yeah completely I can- so you know we could do those we can do the indirect and we can get we can do that as well i feel like we put the work in um, enough directly mm-hmm. and then as they get older I feel it'll be I'll probably be more comfortable more comfortable right yeah yeah. but until then babysitters what's up <laughs> which one um, of my fans you know which one of our uh, listeners is in New York in the New York area that's funny that's uh, funny uh, um but yeah, um, I, I mean, I, I enjoy this conversation. I think it's very real. And I'm sure that there are plenty of, you know, parents out there who can like relate and, you know, who are maybe going through something similar or, mm-hmm. you know, could completely understand because, you know, I had a very long conversation with my cousin Erica. She's like, she's very good for my soul. I'm, I'm able to speak to her and like talk to her and get a very unbiased opinion. And, you know, she usually gets, you know, like the gist of what I'm trying to say, because sometimes I, I don't know how to say things exactly the way that I mean them. Um, because the words escape me for some reason. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but I want to do something on this earth more than just being a mother. And that's not to downplay my role as a mother, but I don't want to solely and only be a mother. 
Yeah. I want to help change the lives of people. I want to travel the world. I want to, you know, I want to do all these things and show my children that it is possible to be a parent and do the all these other things as well. To be a parent and to love your children and to show your children, you know, show them the world really. And so yeah. um I guess I just want to leave you guys with that. That don't ever feel like you know, you are not reduced, but that you are only solely here to be a parent. Now, unless that that's what you want, uh-huh. unless that is, you know, all you see as your life's purpose and that's completely fine. But don't feel bad if there's more that you want out of life than being a parent, because there's a ton of work to be done, you know, in this world that goes far beyond you that your children need, yeah. you know, Um man talk this this week um a little bit different i'm reaching out for help from all my fellow men that's out there that got kids and or you know i need y'all help y'all tell me what y'all think i I feel like i'm doing the right thing because you know we didn't have dads growing up Uh you know in the culture that i'm from you know where i'm and how i know my friends are we didn't have dads growing up so i feel because of that um, I actually I had a dad but you know we collectively didn't have dads growing up um, so I feel so close to them I want to I want to hold on to them I want to be around them do you think that that's detrimental like, absolutely do you, not do you, do you think do detrimental you, I, never do you I mean if some people might feel like yeah you coloring them they let them go out let them get some cuts let them get some bruises let them know that they not made a glass uh-huh. you know people might feel like that and you know so so the man talk is what y'all think um what is the perfect like the balance I'm I'm, I'm looking at you Kells was good <laughs> I'm looking at you Drews was good chef was good Lee was good you know um uh what, what do y'all think is the balance? Mike, what's up? Um, everybody, Lee Nitty, what's up? Um, what do y'all think the perfect balance is when it comes to being a dad um, and like your level of involvement with your kids? So that's the man talk. I want y'all to help me out. You know, DM me on Instagram, text me if you got my number, all that, and you know, let me know what y'all think about that. Yeah. Well, this was episode 13 of Happily Ever Muhammad. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure that you guys follow us on Instagram at Happily Ever Muhammad. Muhammad spelled M-U-H-A-M-M-A-D. Um, you can also email us, happilyevermuhammad at gmail.com. And thanks for listening. We love y'all. Yeah, and email us. Email us. Let, let us know what y'all feel about the date, too. Like, we're listening. Uh, on the new date the happily happily ever Muhammad Mondays <laughs> word 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 um, let us know how y'all feel about that any questions comments anything you feel like we need to any topics that we didn't touch on that y'all want we definitely we still listen we check in and um, we love y'all thank you what's up loved ones we thank y'all for tuning in every week if y'all love us like y'all say y'all do subscribe rate us and if you're feeling extra dope leave us a review on itunes you can find us on the podcast by searching happily ever muhammad muhammad spelled m-u-h-a-m-m-a-d again that's happily ever muhammad also please remember to follow the instagram page happily ever muhammad you can follow my wife ashley at iconic ash e-y-e-c-o-n-i-c-a-s-h and you can follow me at vietnam com v-i-e-t-n-a-m-k-h-a-n everything helps and thank y'all for the love one